Martin Stokes on his daughter's suicide. DaleWileyShow.com Am I talking to Martin Stokes? You are. All right. Well, I it's kind of a unique situation, but I thought that it would be interesting to hear your perspective on the suicide that Lee had and how that relates to the community grieving and, you know, all the things that are going on around Russ Marlin. I wonder, do you remember the Marlins? Yes. Well, so, I mean, just tell me how that affected you when Lee had the suicide. Oh, briefly the story. She had uh, finished her uh, undergraduate work at Presbyterian College, went on to right. College of Medicine, got her degree as an MD, and was going out to Minigar Clinic to uh, continue her work uh, toward another doctorate. Right. This was December 22nd in our, of, of 1999. Our, I remember so clearly. Our church was uh, out doing its uh, ministry of uh, singing carols for the shut-ins and the nursing homes and so forth. And on the way home, I was starting to drop off several of the people and I got a call from my wife that said, get home right away. No real details. So I dropped everybody off at uh, our choir director's house and rushed home, thinking that my dad probably had had another heart attack and it, that was the situation. But right. when I got there, she was just, you know, in tears. I can imagine. I said, I said is it dad? And she said, no, it's Lee. And okay. Said, what? And it's almost like, you know, she never raised her voice. She was very soft-spoken most of the time. Right. But she almost screamed. She committed suicide. Oh. And was, wow. Well, small church, of course, the word got around quickly. Yes. People started gathering at the house with us. And I think the best uh, response that I had that night was from a friend who was a very good elder and a very compassionate man who uh, came in, and as soon as he did, he just reached out, gave me a great big hug, and he says, I know who you are. He had lost a son, a uh, high schooler, uh, through right. an automobile accident. And he said, there's just no way that other people will understand, but I do. Sure. And so that was a lot of it. And, uh, of course, we went through the process of, of going out there, and I'll have to say the people at the Minigar Clinic were just absolutely fabulous with us. They were as shocked as we were. They were very compassionate, very open to giving us uh, shelter and food and everything that we needed. And uh, we worked up the uh, worship service, and uh, there were probably three or 400 at that worship service there. And even your cousin, uh, Tom Wiley, yeah. flew out there to be with us. Uh-huh. Which, that's the kind of thing that you can express. And... Uh, I was so glad to see him. But we had so many people there. And then we came back to Tennessee. We had uh, a service there at the uh, Johnson City Church because that was the one they attended uh, while they were in Johnson City area. Right. And uh, it just, I mean, it was appalling because the the service was scheduled, I think, for 730 or something like that. People started showing up over an hour ahead. And we, of course, went down to, to greet them. There were over 800 people that came. Right. She had touched a lot of lives. Yes. Well, I know she did everywhere she went. She did. 
And so she was, you know, a very special young lady. And uh, none of us understood, but the pastor did a marvelous job. And uh, we just, uh, you know, took one day at a time as best we could. Then we went back to my home church uh, up in Lexington, Virginia. Right. And we had a service there. And it was packed to the hilt, uh, particularly by the presbytery. The fellow colleagues were just very sure. Right. So that's, in a nutshell, what it's all about. And uh, we... We said then, you know, there's got to be something good come out of this. And that was our prayer, that God would find a way to let us help others. Sure. And uh, I did not realize that, you know, sometimes you ask for things and you get it. And I had <laughs> numerous people that uh, I heard from that said, you know, uh, I know this couple that just lost a child. Can you come help? And right. so people I didn't even know. And so we had that. I was invited to a therapy session that one of the members of my church was leading uh, to help some other people who had lost children. And, uh, you know, Lee wasn't a child. She was 27. But yeah. just still there was uh, that great uh, compassion that a parent has for a child. So that's basically what happened. And then I, of course, wrote up the, the page that I sent out to our uh, newsletter that year. And right. just let people know that uh, she was, uh, you know, a very unusual thing had happened to her. Right. So we're not totally sure what was behind it, but we're not trying to question that now because we've realized that uh, you never know. You just have to accept it and go on. People have been so supportive, and uh, we got cards and letters from everywhere. I've got a notebook here that's just full of cards and letters and things. So I was very grateful for that. And none of them, uh, fortunately, I think they all had training or something because none of them, you know, tried to say, oh, well, you know, she committed suicide. She's going to hell. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> I mean, that, that question did get raised. but not no, sure it did. And uh, so just knowing that they were there, that was a big yeah. help to us. And I used that particular method a number of times uh, in helping the people that were in our church uh, when they had lost a little, had a man that, uh, his wife died. We were doing the funeral and everything, and uh family was gathering at the house. And, of course, everybody's just chatting along. And I looked over. The church had responded, as they always did, with tons of food, you know, lots of dishes to be done. Oh, yeah. And so I told him, I said, Buster, would you mind if I just get some dishes while I'm here? He said, love it. I didn't have anything to say to him. I didn't right. have anything to brilliant knowledge to to give him comfort. I just knew that uh, he was a good believer. And so just being there sometimes is all you need to do. But if you find something practical to do, it does help if they want to. Always ask their permission. Yes. And uh, the other thing is is something I picked up in my uh, internship in Charlotte way back. We won't tell how long. Uh, I, I was visiting the, with the pastor to uh, learn a little bit about uh, hospital visitation and all that stuff. And uh, he was dealing with a young lady that uh, was in his church, and she was uh, had lost a child. And I, I asked him after we left, I said, do you always pray with the people that you visit? He said, yeah, always, always. He said, sometimes out loud. Huh. And I realized that was a gem of truth that we need to, to recognize and uh, learn a lot from it, to say the least. So, you know, there are lots of places out there that have, particularly on the Internet, have suggestions of what you say and don't say. Sure. Uh, I, think, I think the biggest thing you can do is be there. 
to just let people know that you care. You can drop a note. I know any funeral, it's always hard for somebody to go up and say, well, I know how you feel. And unless they do know how you feel, they really don't. Exactly. But that's why when Danny came and Danny hugged me and said, I'm with you, you know, I knew. He knew what I was going through. Sure. And I had the opportunity to continue with that family right up until the time Danny died. I was sitting in the room when it happened. And uh, so I was grateful to be able to minister to his family just as much uh, as he did to mine. Yes. Well, how would you minister to the Merlins? What do you say to them? Well, uh, a lot of times I think the best thing that at least I find to do is just to say, I really don't have words that will express it, but I'm here if you need something. Right. Yeah, I always carry business cards, which was very helpful. Just slip in the car and say, give me a call if you need me. And then in three or four days, I might call them up, how's it going? You know, another week, I might call them again and say, how you doing? Right. And just letting them know that you're willing to be present with them and we'll do whatever you can. And so... I uh, I have something that uh, I don't know if you've heard of Henry Newman, uh, who was a no, I haven't. He was a theologian, professor, writer, Catholic uh, Dutch Catholic priest, okay. and he's written a lot of stuff uh, that uh, basically has said a lot too. There's a lot of quotes and stuff, but I just pulled this one out <clears throat> as a possible share with you. Uh, when we sure. honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives means the most to us. We often find it is those who, instead of giving much advice, solutions, or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain. Okay. And uh, it goes on beyond that. I'll go on another page. Here we go. And touch our wounds with a gentle and tender hand. The right. friend who can be silent with us in a moment of despair or confusion. Right. Who can stay with us in an hour of grief and and uh bereavement, and face with us the reality of our powerlessness that is a friend who cares. That's inspiring, definitely. Excellent words. Yes. Well, I mean, that's really all I wanted to do. I just wanted you to try to make sense of all this and how we can understand it better from someone who's been there in this situation. But those are usually the best ones to call. I I spent a lot of time in my ministry relying on other people who had been through certain things. Sure. Uh, I, remember, I remember the first child that uh, got hit by a car while he was on his bicycle, and here's uh-huh. a seven eight year old kid that's passed away, and I'm you know I'm in my younger years, and I said, what do I say? What do I do? And right. I just looked around the congregation to see who you know had lost a child, and they were the ones I relied on the most. Yes. Everybody who's been there. It really is amazing, and thank you so much for coming on the talk. I really if appreciate it. Anytime you need me, give me a call. And I just want to thank you, you so much. Tell you folks how I found it. I sure will. DaleWileyShow.com. 